Hello and welcome to the Idaho Reports podcast. I'm Logan Finney. Joining me this week is Margaret Carmel, senior reporter for BoiseDev.com. Hello. And this week we are discussing a piece of legislation moving through the House. Uh, it is House Bill 25 having to do with state control of the streets around the Capitol building in downtown Boise. Um, I'm at the State House every day, and when I was in covering the Transportation Committee and heard this bill come up, I didn't really think anything of it. It sounded like kind of a boring technical piece of legislation. And then I read your story in BoiseDev.com, and it has turned out to be actually quite a contentious uh, local issue. So, Margaret, can you walk me through what this bill would do and what the local concerns about it are? Yeah, for sure. Thank you for asking me on today. So the bill, what it would do is it would give the state and ultimately the Department of Administration and the Legislative Committee, which is overseen by elected officials like the governor, lieutenant governor, it would give them control over any streets that ring the Capitol. So if anyone wanted to make any changes to the streets around the Capitol that last longer than a week, they have to get this state's approval. Um, it was pitched by sponsor Representative Joe Palmer from Meridian as a security bill. It would allow uh, the state to have the final say on what the streets around the Capitol um, have for security measures to protect them in case of any sort of emergencies. But Ada County Highway District has different ideas. They are really, really frustrated by this bill and say that what it would do is that it would give the state a way to intervene in the ongoing talks to change 5th and 6th Street from one-way traffic going in different directions to two-way traffic. This has been a big priority of the City of Boise, the Urban Renewal District, Capital City Development Corporation, and ACHD for a while now. It's been talked about for years. Uh, Two-way traffic is something that a lot of developers want because it creates, uh, slows traffic down, it creates a safer environment for pedestrians, and it makes people want to visit businesses uh, more. It, it just creates a, a more city-like atmosphere that um, a lot of developers say is more conducive to um, building out that area of downtown. And now um, these uh, folks are saying, hey, this is, this is going to stop this plan. Uh, Joe Palmer has not answered directly whether this bill was intended to do that or if he was aware of it um, or anything like that. So it's, it's really unclear exactly what his intent of the bill is and what its status is right now. It's been on the House reading calendar for several days and it just keeps getting held and keep getting held. So we don't know what's gonna happen. Right, and for a little more context here, and as a relatively new resident of the city of Boise, I'm not privy to these conversations about moving the streets to two-way traffic. But for people who maybe have only been to Boise once or twice or just come to the Capitol to testify at a legislative hearing, this bill would only cover the block around the Capitol, so the four streets that directly touch the Capitol grounds and then the, the kind of trumpet flare Capitol Boulevard and the, the little park where the uh, statue of Abraham Lincoln and statue of former Governor Studenberg are. And so is the concern from ACHD that um, the state would stop them from redeveloping the block around the Capitol and that would throw a wrench into the plans for the entire length of 5th and 6th streets? Right, so ACHD's concern and is that this would, this would completely screw up the whole plan because if you have a two-way traffic street 
and then you have one block that is still one way because maybe the state said, hey, we just want this to be one way, we don't want it to change, that doesn't work because then you'd have to go around. I mean, the, the whole point of having two parallel streets that run one way in opposite directions is that you go east on one direction and you go west on the other direction and they sort of work in tandem. But if you only have one of those streets that's one way because, say, a bill allowed the state to block changing it to two-way, for instance, then it would create a whole bottleneck in downtown because it would continue to have one street running one way and it wouldn't have, and then it would have only two-way in the other, in the, on the other street and it adds to a confusing street pattern. And again, one-way streets, this is something that urban planners have been studying for years. They say that a one-way street allows cars to move really fast and just sort of blow through an area at high speed, which I would say is probably advantageous for someone who simply wants to get in their car and drive through downtown and not stop anywhere and get on the highway and go home. Um, and, and, but then it's, it's something that the city and ACHD feels like would slow down the ongoing urbanization of downtown Boise and Boise in general. And so as we kind of referenced when Representative Palmer, who is the Transportation Committee chairman, when he pitched the bill, he didn't really reference ACHD or the city. It was really kind of described as an administrative or security concern uh, that it didn't seem like there were any pressing concerns, but they wanted to have this as an option. Um, have you heard anything from the more central Boise lawmakers, um, what their thoughts on it have been and whether they've heard from constituents with concerns? That's something that is really interesting about this bill. Um, so after the bill passed, um, Commissioner Kent Goldthorpe got in touch with me. He was upset. The word that he used in my story was he was going to go ballistic about this bill. And he was, he, he was quite upset with Democrats, Ned Burns and John Gannon, John Gannon representing Boise, that they did not ask any questions and they said, okay, yeah, this sounds like a great thing to do for security, we're gonna pass it. It unanimously passed. And then when my article came out with quotes from Commissioner Goldthorpe criticizing Representative Gannon, Gannon called me back and he said, hey, if they're so concerned about this, uh, they need to send their lobbyists down here to meet with me. I need to hear about it because no one told me that this is an issue. And again, this goes back to the central confusing point of how the sponsor on this bill has been silent on this issue. Obviously, you and me are not privy to behind the scenes conversations. There might be more conversations going on that, that we don't know about. I'm sure there are. But he, publicly, he has been quiet about how this can impact 5th and 6th Street. Um, and so it's really unknown what his intents are, what he thinks about ACHD, and, and just the ongoing tension um, between the local government and the state. And I seem to remember in committee meetings too, some of the lawmakers, I, I'm not sure if they were serious or joking, but they were making comments about whether they could remove the parking meters around the Capitol to make it easier for constituents to come visit. And I, I imagine that would open a whole another can of worms. Right. I mean, this could hand over the street control. If this hands over street control in the area around the state, they could start, they could run their own parking meters or they could take them out. And that creates another sort of mini ecosystem within the city where the state is in charge of this one little area. And yet 
Boise controls the whole rest of the area and it creates inconsistencies because if someone's used to parking on one side of the street and you know not paying but then they park on the other side of the street or a block over and they're getting charged you know that's that's confusing now again this isn't up to me to decide whenever I say it's confusing that's that's up for lawmakers that's up for the public to decide you know so it's really not my place to weigh in on this this is just my observations about what this bill could do and the environment it could create whenever you have the state controlling the roads in a local government and in a local government um, area. And it, you know, it could be that ACHD and the city come to, if the bill were to pass, they could come to the state and the Department of Administration and they could say, yeah, change the streets and it could be no problem. We, we just have no way of knowing. Right. And I have heard um, some rumblings that the Idaho D Transportation Department um, is maybe unsure about this bit about this concept of two-way traffic I've heard conflicting things um, they were in a meeting with ACHD in the city of Boise discussing it um, earlier this year um, but then there might be other board members that that are um, on the ITD board that are not so happy about it um, and and you have to remember that ITD is in charge of front and Myrtle um, and so that is a state highway that goes through downtown and so and that adjoins 5th and 6th Street and so they have a vested interest in this and so it is still really unclear exactly what their position is on this issue and it would not surprise me that if they weighed in heavily and said you know we really don't like to you know two-way traffic on these streets and this bill passes you know that that might weigh heavily for um, the state administration to say you know what we're gonna nix this all right. As we are speaking on uh, Wednesday, the House held House Bill 25 on its third reading calendar, meaning they've not taken it up for a vote yet. Um, we don't know if that's because they're negotiating over it or if they're just holding all the bills until more of them stack up. Uh, but we will keep an eye on this issue, and if anything else develops, maybe we'll talk to you again, Margaret. Great. Thank you. Thanks for joining us. Thank you for listening. The Idaho Reports podcast comes out every week on Wednesday. We'll be here throughout the legislative session, keeping you up to date on what is going on at the Capitol. And be sure to sign up for our weekly newsletter. You can find links to all of our coverage at idahoptv.org slash idahoreports. Presentation of Idaho Reports on Idaho Public Television is made possible through the generous support of the Laura Moore Cunningham Foundation, committed to fulfilling the Moore and Bettis family legacy of building the great state of Idaho. By the Friends of Idaho Public Television and by the Corporation for Public Broadcasting. Hi, I'm Marcia Franklin, the producer and host of Dialogue. For more than 25 years, we've been bringing you conversations that matter. More than 150 of those conversations are with writers, and now you can take them with you wherever you go, while you're walking, around the house, or in the car. Just search for Dialogue with Marsha Franklin on Apple Podcasts and other podcast platforms, and remember to subscribe so that new shows download automatically. Enjoy.